welcome to another episode of K Talk, and today's episode is Your Loss. Boohoo! I will send you a sympathy card. Welcome to another episode of K Talk, and today's topic is Your Loss. I'll send you a sympathy card. So, I feel like there comes a time in our lives where we have to walk away from a person, place, or a thing. And if it is a person, it tends to be a lot more complicated than simply just walking away. Because, especially when it comes to relationships or even friendships, people don't see people's value. And this is where they usually get into some sort of uh, post-dissidence conversation of like, well, you know, you were really good to me. You've done a lot for me, but I treated you bad. I fucked up. Like, I'm not really sorry, but sorry. But oh, well, you'll never leave me. So, you know, I can just continue to be a bastard and call it a day and whatever, whatever. The thing about that is, is that there does come a point where you realize that you are so much better than your situation. You realize that you deserve so much more. You realize that that person is never going to change. That thing is never going to get better. That job really just hates you. And it's time for you to pick up your cookies and march on. And the reason that I titled this, I'll send you a postcard, is because, especially in relationships, it really is someone's loss. I find oftentimes as we move into this world of more contract work than like steady employment, that's often a thing. Uh, people think that they can lowball you with a number, like you're only worth this much. But what they don't understand is that the reason that people charge more most of the time or they should pay them more when they request a raise is because the person has a lot more to offer. There is a holistic approach to being successful that isn't just about dollar signs. It's about the dollar signs that happen at the end, but not the dollar signs at the moment. To begin with, let me tell you all a little bit about me. So I personally recently, I was really interested. No, actually, this isn't recent. This is a while ago. So I was interested in this person. And, you know, for whatever it's worth, I just don't think I'm their cup of tea because they live like this whole faux life. And I think they're into women who have no substance and they're kind of stupid. So it just kind of works for them. Um, And there is like this narrative that I guess bigger women or bigger sized women, like they lack self-esteem or they lack uh, confidence and they don't know themselves. So they're willing to kind of etch on to any man that will take them. That is so false. Let me just tell y'all. But I think there's like this narrative. Okay, so. In knowing myself, I know that I have a lot to offer. Aside from before I lost weight, I have a lot to offer. I'm a creative person. I'm a businesswoman at the end of the day. I like to make money. I have a lot of ambition. I'm very educated. And I do know myself. Now, I don't know myself 100%, but I know myself fairly well. So I know that I have a lot to offer somebody. Now, I can also admit that I'm highly unstable, but when I'm stable, I'm really good to you. I often go off track. Who doesn't? But that person couldn't see past, I guess, my weight and their public appearance of me with them. They couldn't see past that, right? They just kind of thought, well, like, you know, you're not my typical or you're not like the social media pretty. So I'm not interested, which, by the way, I am social media pretty. But anyways, they didn't they didn't they didn't count me out as that. And that's fine because they're almost 40. But like, that's them, right? Now, if I really wanted to be super shallow, they didn't have what I would be looking for anyways, which is some 
attractive guy with some heavy deep pockets that owns a couple of houses that runs a very successful business probably has a hundred plus more people working for him and literally he can just buy things like and is a good person and does philanthropy work and blah 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 as most women who are in their 30s are searching for that thank you but he couldn't see past i guess the things that i could do for him and he could only look at what I could do behind closed doors that nobody could see. And then he could continue to live a fake life driving around a Mercedes that was like repossessed and writing fraudulent checks all over town. Okay, so there's like that whole part there. And over time, it really bothered me. So it didn't bother me that he rejected me. It just bothered me that like he could never see my value and my worth. And I kept proving and proving and proving why I was a good partner. That just never happened. And by the way, before you judge me, Everybody does this, male or female. I don't care what sex you are. You've been in this position or you're going to be in this position or you're in it and you don't even realize. But there comes a time when you meet somebody, you will do anything for this person. You want them to value you. Well, I noticed that as time went on, my life sucked. I had a couple of different things happening and, you know, life was just kind of unkind, right? And that's just what happened. Life can be unkind sometimes. Fine. I decided to take stock of my life. I took hold of my life and I've made some very serious changes. I lost a lot of weight. I closed my business. I revamped it. I took some additional courses. I sought my life path. I did the silence thing. I cut everybody out of my life for a period of time and I just took a vow of complete silence in my life. I stopped talking. I wanted to think. I didn't want the outside world to influence me. I shut down social media for a while and I just focused inwardly on what I wanted. So what did I do? Well, I cut everybody out. I did all those things. And then I began the process of auditing myself and my thoughts and how I could get better. And I made a goal list. I wrote down my values, which if you get the copy of I Am Mogul, you will see that that is what that is about. I wrote down my goals, my values for my life and the principles I want to live by and what I want to represent and who I want to be. It was heart-wrenching that he still didn't want me after I had these changes and I've become a different person. And now when I walk in the room, I'm basically glowing. He didn't care about that shit. That wasn't important. Thanks, Doc. That's really great. (laughs) Anyways, so, fair enough. Life is what it is. It's not a problem. I closed this chapter with him in my life and I just, that was the dog sneezing. I closed this chapter in my life and I said, you know what? At the end of the day, it is heartbreaking because I put a lot of time, I put a lot of energy, I put a lot of effort into this. Uh, it is it is, it is, is hurtful, but I got to move on. I got to move on. I got it like the P. Diddy song, okay? I got I got to switch up. I got to move on. So I ended up getting a property. I ended up, uh, you know, reopening my business I ended up taking a different career path I ended up working on myself working on my fitness um I lost weight I started to do different things with my hair I started to embrace myself and I built this higher level of confidence and the whole time I'm not gonna lie I was kind of thinking oh well you know you know he definitely will see this and he'll be so remorseful for how he's treated me blah 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 But people who are self-aware, they're never ever going to notice you any other different. Like, everybody has a concept of you. Like, that's where that saying is, hell is other people. He has a a preconceived idea of what I am. I will never change for him, and that's fine. 
But the funny thing is, is that my interactions have changed with him. So when he's talking to me, I just don't even know who he's talking to because the old me would have answered a lot differently, right? The old me, I think, was a little bit more compliant because that's what I really wanted. But the new me is like, to hell with you. And the reason that I'm saying this is because essentially the new person that I am, it's really his loss because this fabulous queen that I am, this money-making head honcho, like he really fumbled this bag type bitch that I am, he's really kind of missed out on that. And actually his loss is really my gain because to lose him I gain myself and this version of me is just so much better than any of the previous versions that I've ever had. Like this this, this 2.0, well 3.0 version is like she's the shit. But why am I saying this? Like, what does it matter? It really matters because when you glow up a level and people are watching you because I'm sure he watches everything that I do, which is on the IG. Um, when people are watching you and they're seeing this new level of you and they still want access to you. So they creep in, they say negative things or they pretend like they're really interested, but they're really not. The whole purpose of their game is to harm you right it's 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 kind of to harm you and in a way you kind of have to fake your death to them so that they'll just go away and i have found especially with people like him sometimes silence is key right just not to say anything and i mean i have doubts in my life so i had a previous relationship that was prior to that um and you know i've spoken about this i've done a whole series about how my best friend and my ex have a child together they have children sorry and occasionally i'll go online and for some odd reason no matter how much i unfriend facebook still keeps her as a friend not really sure what kind of karmic value that is um and from time to time i will think in a dissidence way of or post dissidence of like the life not followed like what if like what if we had stayed together like what would i be in that position but then i have stopped stop asking myself that question because the high school version of myself versus the me today is a very different person you know i have been through numerous things and that particular event uh with him and her that shifted my whole life you can actually call that life shock because it really made me take stock of who I am as a person and what I really want. Like, was I really mad because I missed that relationship? Or was I mad because she betrayed me? Or was I mad because I knew at the time I wasn't able to give those things that she could? What really is it that I was mad at? Now, over the years, I've done a lot of work on this and I've figured it out. But again, that's his loss. It's all their losses. Like, and I'm not trying to be egotistical. And I'm not trying to tell you that, oh, you're better than everybody else. But ultimately, once you work on yourself, it is the other person's loss. Because the kind of person that you have transcended to, they will never have access to you again in that way. And that is how I am now. You don't get the premium access. Because when you were at the basic entry level, you didn't want to pay the $5.99. So right now that I'm operating at a $1,000 price point, you can't afford me me sir so have a nice day and i mean it's interesting because people make their lives really really hard i'm pretty sure in both situations with both of those men i could have made their lives so much easier we could have been a beyonce jay-z duo we could have been ruling things together but you decided that i wasn't for you and that's okay 
And the main reason that that's okay is that, well, in the end, I found someone much better. I found someone closer to what I like to make in money. And aside from that, I found the support, the stability, and the safety. Now, is this my forever person? Probably not. But every time I date now, I date a little bit of a little bit better than previously or a higher kind of caliber man because I'm just not into these low flying situations anymore. And now that this man is trying to talk to me like we're best friends, it's like, it's your loss, sir. But don't worry, though. I'm going to send you a sympathy card because I really want to make sure that you get better and you're not bitter because I think right now you're mad bitter, like seriously, stalking me and everything. But that being said, all kidding aside, all seriousness, when you elevate yourself and work on yourself, there is no reason why you need to return back to the person that denied you entry from the get-go. It is okay to not be for somebody. And it's hurtful and it's painful to be rejected from a situation. But you have to understand that rejection and hurt and pain, it may be annoying, but it builds character. And in some sense, if you are spiritual, it is protecting you. That person is not for you. I always tell the story of the time when I came back from Japan and I met this guy and I really, really liked him. And things just didn't really work out between us. We had, like, so many massive arguments, and I was just kind of, like, over the whole thing. But I really wanted to make it work with him. Like, I guess that's just a character flaw back then. I really wanted to make it work, and I had been in such bad relationships before, and he was, like, really basic. But he wasn't my caliber. Like, I think he worked at, like, a car dealership or something, and he rented a place with his friend. At one point, he had lived in, like, a roommate. Okay, y'all, y'all are getting the picture here. And he had, like, some kid that was, like, 10, and he was, like, 30 like I don't know it was like a whole it was a whole thing like yeah I think y'all are getting the picture he just really wasn't my type and he was poor so you know he wasn't my type but that being said but I still kind of like I really liked him and I wanted to look past those things and see the person and you know maybe we can work on things I don't really know so uh we got into a couple of fights which were like red flags and then finally one day I was just like you know what I am so done with you. I never want to see you again. You are the most ridiculous person. And I went on one of my rantings that I sometimes do. And, you know, it just, it was really interesting because it's one of those things where no matter what, energ- energetically, we just didn't seem like we were a good match. It always seemed like there was something else. Like, we would be together and he's fine, but there's just always something. Like, I couldn't, I can't really tell you, but there was just something. So, anyways, long story short, uh, about a year later, he was shot and killed. And I always kind of go back to that because at the time, I had the whole thing with the best friend thing going on. And I had some court stuff. And, like, it just, there was just, like, a lot of things happening. And I just never felt like he and I were ever going to make it. And I look back on that moment and I think, like, it's so wild to me that if we had stayed together... I mean, who knows if this would have happened, but like, I would have just, I probably would have been like devastated. Like I probably, I mean, I was still affected by his death because I had known him super well, but like, it didn't hit me the same as it would, I think, if we were together. Like, I don't really know. And who knows, maybe I would have been at the club, but I would have been like, I don't know. I don't know. And it's not something that I like sit around thinking about, but I'm saying this because at the very end of the day, I, I, I always believe that if things are too hard, it's because it's not meant to be that way. And I always think that spiritually, 
whether you are a Christian or whatever you believe in, or if just straight up, straight up alignment, sometimes things are not meant to work and they're not meant to work for a reason. And because they're not meant to work, you're going to end up causing a lot of damage to your situation and yourself. And you need to pay attention to signs. In this particular situation, I'm not going to lie, I think I've actually kept him alive by staying away from him. Because I would, no, I'm just kidding. But I think I've just, I've kept him alive because we just don't belong together. And I think sometimes when you don't belong with somebody, things will happen to make sure that it is the end. And I always think about, I'm going to get his name wrong. I think it's the story of like Abraham and lot i think so but basically i think it was like abraham who's like land you know the guy lot kind of reaped off of abraham i'm like i'm so tired right now my brain is asleep but basically he was catching blessings because of abraham and i think like it's the same thing you know for all the times that i've been talking to him he cut off my blessings except now i'm cutting him off so there are no more blessings and his well is running dry and I just don't I just don't have access to that. And I think like, you know, you have to be a premium person. Once you pass somebody in life, you've passed them. There is no reason to revisit that. There is no reason to keep in touch. Sayonara, see you later. Bye bye. Hasta la vista. We don't need to be talking anymore. Because this new version of me, you couldn't even handle anyways. The old version of me was probably someone that you could deal with, but new me, you cannot handle. You do not know new me. New me has different levels of access that you can't even afford. Spiritually, financially, mentally, emotionally, I'm just not for you anymore. And when I was for you, when I was on your level, you weren't interested. Now I've surpassed you. Goodbye. Because a lot of people out here are like men, women, whoever, okay? They just want someone that they can attach their wagon to. They see your star shining. They just want to hitch up. Just like how they claim, like, women try to get men by, like, having babies. It works the opposite, too, my friend, okay? People are out here just trying to be spiritual thieves, okay? They're just trying to steal your soul and steal your light and make sure that because their lives are nothing, yours also has to be nothing. There is nothing worse than having a partner, okay? Legit. That their main purpose in life is just to drag your ass down with them. So they can't be in the cave. You, too, have to be there. They're not hoping that your business is well. They're hoping that it fails because they're a failure. Uh, these people walk among us, okay? They really do. And that's what I'm telling you right now. Your glow up is somebody's loss. And the only thing when this person tries to reach out to you that you can do is send them a sympathy card and a get well card and hope that they elevate themselves because you are finished and they no longer, no longer have access to the you that is this level. This next level, this higher you. They don't have access because they just didn't deserve you when they did. As always, thank you guys so much for listening and we will chat super soon. Mm-hmm.